Oh boy, did the Minnesota Wilds defense get caved in against the Toronto Maple Leafs. We'll talk about that, plus Marco Rossi's first career NHL goal on today's Locked On Wild postcast. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked on Wild. Welcome into tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. The Minnesota Wild fall by a score of 7-4 to four to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Man, oh man, was that something to watch. Austin Matthews got another hat trick, and the Wilds got this to a 4-3 to three game going into the third period before things absolutely fell apart. And I want to, just as we get going, go to the keys to the game for today. We see here, slowing down the pace, that was not achieved. Keeping the front of the net clean, that was not achieved. And the Minnesota Wilds top six needed to match what Toronto was doing, and that was not achieved. Now, granted, it's Austin Matthews. You're going to have a hard time keeping up with him in a scoring, in a track meet. This 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 hockey game was a track meet, but the offense wasn't the problem. The Minnesota Wilds offense had opportunities early on in that third period to tie the game. And had they been able to continue to chip away, they very likely would have. But the defense was abysmal in this one too many instances in which Maple Leafs players were just allowed to glide to the front of the net and score point blank um all of it I think perfectly summarized by the William Nylander goal in which John Merrill is basically gliding backwards while Nylander comes up the right side of the zone untouched and he slides in and he tucks one past Philip Gustafson. You can't hang your goalie out to dry like that. And Gustafson not as sharp as he was against the Florida Panthers, but also had no help, no help defensively in this one. Austin Matthews had one of his goals about 10 feet away from the net, just completely uncovered. The Wild were getting set. Uh, defensively, just left the front of the net wide open. And that just was the theme of the night. And it's a shame because we continue to see really good things from Brock Faber. I thought for what it's worth, the pairing of Brock Faber and Jonas Brodeen continues to play really well. But that may have been one of the worst games that Jake Middleton played in a wild uniform and Alex Goligoski. I mean, what, what do you say that pairing? And then the Merrill Addison pairing was just not good in this one tonight. And that's why the wilds lose. And obviously there are bigger concerns as we'll try to uh, keep an eye on here as the uh, the night unfolds. Um, it's just 
you may have now an injury to deal with to Matt Boldy uh, as he left with about nine minutes to play in the third period. But if you are going to not have the services of Jared Spurgeon at your disposal, that's a huge loss. Yes, but you have to have a plan in place for how to cover the ground that he does when he's out there on the ice. This is some of the same stuff that we saw last season at the beginning of the year, just wide open area right in front of the net. And I think that is, I think that's the part that really frosts me the most is that is the one area where it is easiest to score on the ice is right in front of the net. And there were just countless instances in which that portion of the net was wide open. And it's just, it's frustrating. But again, as has been pointed out on Twitter, it's game two of the season. Jared Spurgeon will be back. But in the meantime, Denny was right. There are concerns about this wild defense in the absence of Jared Spurgeon and probably even beyond that because you had three guys out there that were essentially unplayable. And, you know, Jake Middleton add him in as a fourth tonight just to, it did not have it. Those those bottom two pairings did not have it at any point here tonight. It overshadows another really, really good game for Marco Rossi. We finally saw him score his first career NHL goal. Nearly had another. Marco Rossi was probably the best player out there on the ice for the Minnesota Wild tonight. Let that sink in. And it's not because the rest of the team played terribly by any measure. It's just that Rossi was Rossi was that good out there tonight. Nearly had a second goal, uh, mixing it up with Toronto players. Again, it just looks like a fundamentally different player out there on the ice than uh, what we saw last year before he was sent back down to Iowa. So extremely happy for Rossi to pick up his uh, first career NHL goal and uh, just really glad that he continues to have a uh, a sensational start to the season uh, here for the Wild. Brock Faber, again, played well. He, uh, he had uh, another point. Here this evening, and obviously you get the first goal of the season for Ryan Hartman, first goal of the season for Brandon Duhame, and the first goal of the season for Matt Boldy. So even while the defense was getting shredded up in a cheese grater all night, there still were positives to pull from this game, and it's it's just it's something that is going to have to be addressed as uh, as the games go on. And from the sounds of it, Dean Evason was. Uh, Pretty critical of the uh, the decor for the Wild, as Michael Russo tweets out. Everson is critical as he's ever been on the D, and especially Goligoski on the third period penalty. Says Brock Faber can't be their best D man every night with Spurgeon out. That's another thing too, and I don't necessarily put. It's a weird situation for Goligoski because he was trying to make a point that Ryan Reeves was doing Ryan Reevesy things and uh, should probably have been called for a penalty on at least one of those occasions. 
but you got to know where you're at. You got to know the situation on the ice. The Toronto power play was doing damage to the Wilds penalty kill. And so he says something to the official to the effect of you got to call one. And he gets an unsportsmanlike. And um, I believe the uh, the Maple Leafs scored almost immediately after that. It, it just it's something that can't happen for a veteran. You got to you got to find a better way to get that message across. And um, you just you can't put the team in a situation like that to where they, you know, end up getting put behind the eight ball. So <sighs> a uh, a rough one tonight, to say the least. But uh, again, some positives to pull. Marco Rossi, Brock Faber um, continue to look good. I thought the top line had some opportunities to score. Just not quite operating at 100%. Kaprizov had a couple of really good opportunities that he just wasn't able to connect on. And so, again, it's a game that the Wild were in through two periods. Just could not close it out. And uh, there's some work to do on the defensive side of the puck. So um, a lot to talk about in that regard. And we'll, uh, we'll continue to talk about that more here as we go throughout the rest of the show. But I want to hear from you. So start firing up those comments if you have them. And uh, we will hear your thoughts on what we saw tonight as the Minnesota Wild drop to 1-1 one and one on the season after a 7-4 to four loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs. More of the Locked on Wild postcast coming up after this. Tonight's Locked on Wild postcast is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's where Jace Medical comes in, and that is why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. It's in a nice, tidy, neat compartment you can put wherever you want so that when disaster strikes, you know exactly where it is and you know that you have what you need depending on the situation. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. And Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Head to jacemedical.com today. And if you do and you use the promo code locked on at checkout, you can get $20 off of these life saving antibiotics today. Again, that's code locked on at checkout for $20 off of these life saving antibiotics from Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E-Medical.com. Welcome back to tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. The Minnesota Wilds lose by a score of uh, 7-4 here tonight uh, to fall to 1-1 one and one on the season. We're going to get to your comments here on tonight's show. Uh, let me know what you thought, what you liked, what you didn't like. I have a feeling a lot of it's going to be on the defense. But uh, as Tracy mentions, um, Everson explicitly calling out Goligoski during the post-game press conference. I don't know what will be in store for Tuesday's game against the Montreal Canadiens, but as I tweeted out tonight, I would love to see Dakota Mermis get an opportunity. Since he's with the team on the trip, I would love to see him get an opportunity to, uh, to get in there and uh, get a chance to play on Tuesday against the Canadiens. Canadians are not 
the Toronto Maple Leafs. But it's still, it's a young team, and it is a team that, if given the same number of opportunities in front of the net as were given to the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight, it's a team that has players that are skilled enough to be able to take advantage of said opportunities. So I'd like to see that, and as uh, as Russo tweeted during the game as well, it looked like Bob Woods was tweaking the D pairings at various points. And so the fact that that at least was uh, was attempted during the game is uh, a sign that hopefully there will be some other changes looked at uh, for the team heading into Tuesday. But again, this all comes down to this being the group of seven that came into the season. And with veterans, what you see is most largely what you get. You don't have, uh, as you do with rookie players, you don't have these huge swings where all of a sudden a guy has a uh, career renaissance for the most part. What you see is what you get. And what we saw is just a lot of what we saw last year, too. And I just continue to go back to that Nylander goal. And I know you're trying to ensure that there's still room between you and the goalie to make sure that they don't get by you for a full breakaway goal. But come on, you've got to at least get some kind of, I don't know, body on a guy, especially with the skills that Nylander has. And Merrill just is gliding back to the net. Um, that That was just a microcosm of the issues all night by the wild decor as Gary notes Spurgeon cannot come back soon enough a a million billion percent accurate in that regard this team misses Jared Spurgeon not only for what he does himself but it slots everybody back down into a more normal spot in the lineup and then you have one pairing that you're kind of minute controlling uh, as opposed to two pairings that you're uh, having to worry about as the game goes on. So by and large, again, defense, the problem uh, as it looks like was just waiting to kind of see if there was any additional updates um, in the case of Matt Boldy. But as uh, Michael Russo tweets out, Dean Evison with no update on Boldy, he got hit into the boards again with about nine minutes to play in the third period did not return. He was in uh, some discomfort with uh, what was cited as uh, likely an upper body injury. So we'll wait and see if uh, we have any update on that. Of course, uh, Alex McLeddy and I will discuss it for Monday's episode. And uh, if there is any news on that throughout the day tomorrow, while uh, I'm just sitting around watching the NFL all day, as one typically does on Sundays, um, then we'll uh, we'll get some breaking news in there as well as to uh, how that will impact the team. And the unfortunate part about it too is, let's say Matt Boldy's out, is you get the uh, you get the wonderful eleven seven lineup, um, which is just something I can not endorse negatively endorse enough, um, just because they're on the road and uh, you don't really have anybody that you can get into town quick enough to uh, to be able to help out. So it's likely if Boldy misses time that we're going to get an 11-7. 
and we'll see. But um, hopefully that's not a huge buzzkill to the start of the season. Um, again, just a shout out to uh, to Marco Rossi for picking up his first career NHL goal here tonight. Um, I can't say enough, and I'm sure a lot of you have noticed it too, can't say enough how good Rossi has looked at the start of this season, doing the things that he was not doing last year. But again, it's the confidence for me that uh, that really makes him stick out. He got his first career NHL goal off of the um, the rebounded shot that he batted out of the air. But there was an instance in which Jonas Brodeen had the puck on the far side of the zone. Rossi set up at the top. He was ready to shoot it. He knew Brodeen was going to pass it to him for the shot, and he unleashed a laser. Now, it didn't go in, but he unleashed a laser um, showing that he has confidence in his shot, and he wanted the opportunity to shoot it. Uh, and then later in the game, he had that uh, partial breakaway, which he chipped at Samsonov. Samsonov had a little trouble with it and um, you know, could have very likely had a second goal there if Sans- Samsonov struggled. Maybe if he went top shelf, he could have got a second one in. But again, main point is that Rossi looks like he's going to stay this time. The key, as uh, as Tracy mentions... Rossi looks like he's arrived as long as he keeps it going. That's the key for Rossi is to use this early start to springboard him the rest of the season. Uh, And so pedal to the metal for Marco Rossi. Just really glad to see him uh, succeeding here in the early part of this season. That is, I think, going to wrap it up for tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Again, thank you to uh, everybody for um, joining the show. Michael noting that uh, Mitch Marner using Addison as a pylon. Yeah, that uh, that's never that's never a recipe for a good time if you are a uh, opposing player and Mitch Marner is going to work. Um, but again, further speaks to just the defensive issues that this team had all night. Uh, make sure that you follow along with Lockdown Wilds for content similar to this with our intermission reports, as well as live post games. We'll be rolling out uh, full pregame previews as well. Uh, So make sure to stay tuned for all of that. Make sure you subscribe and turn notifications on on your favorite podcast platforms and on YouTube so you don't miss out on any of Locked on Wild's coverage throughout the rest of the season. Locked on Wild is keeping you up to date with news and information on the Minnesota Wild with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.